Welcome to the Nanalyze podcast. We are a boutique media and research firm specializing in disruptive innovation. Visit nanalyze.com for more details. I'm just going to read this verbatim to tantalize you a bit. A little known startup, little known, that sells crucial data center components to customers like Amazon, Microsoft, Google, is aiming to become one of the first firms to go public off the back of the boom in generative AI. Now, that sounds very tantalizing. That's from a piece by The Information, and it's about a company called Estera Lab. So we want to try to figure out just how much credibility there is behind this AI IPO. Now, when you go to the company's website, of course, they mention cloud and AI infrastructure. And this term here, connectivity, is very important and of course, they dropped the old generative AI there, cloud and AI infrastructure, etc. Now, a quick public service announcement. If you missed some great story, don't go looking for a replacement. So there's no next NVIDIA, next Tesla, next Microsoft, etc. Move on with your investing journey and assess new investments on their own merits and don't let hype cloud your judgment. Now, that's easier said than done, right? But hype drives FOMO. And you don't want to be a FOMO. So the AI scuttlebutt we've been hearing lately is that uh, everyone has investors remorse. So they say, I wish I could have bought NVIDIA at XYZ price. Now, here at Nanalyze, we cover disruptive technology. So it's expected that we would identify NVIDIA as a leader in GPUs early on. You can see this quote here. Uh, this was from a piece in 2016. NVIDIA looks like a great $45 billion picks and shovels play on AI computer chips and it may be the closest thing there is to a pure play AI stock there is at the moment. Nailed it. So that was even before the company we're going to talk about today. And that was a skate to where the puck will be sort of situation. And with NVIDIA, the earlier you could identify it, the better you would have fared. And I think when they had their IPO, they would have been too small to even be on our radar. So uh, it's if you believe in NVIDIA today and you're on the sidelines... Uh, you, the thing to do would be to dollar cost average into a position, right? But just remember that history doesn't repeat itself, but it usually rhymes. So when we look at, this is the old Gartner's hype cycle. This one is for, I think they're doing a, a different themed hype cycle charts like this, but this is for the 2024 digital workplace. And look at what's cresting the peak of inflated expectations is generative AI. And, you know, this time it's different is a really dangerous thing to say. So we would expect to see generative AI start to fall down the trough of disillusionment and eventually hit the slope of enlightenment. So there is definitely a lot of hype right now in the market. Now, before we get into talking about Astera, a lot of you have asked how you can support our work. Now, we don't use Patreon because we've been around a lot longer than they have. Uh, we have our own platform, which frankly is a whole lot better. So for $15 a month, you get access to over 2,400 research pieces we've written over the past decade. Our Discord server, quarterly portfolio review webinars. We just had one yesterday. A new article summary alerts, a premium newsletter where we talk about what stocks we buy and more. So uh, just click the link in the upper right if you're... Um, Thinking about signing up, you don't have to today, but just keep that in mind. Support our work. And for the thousands of people who already have signed up, our love for you is endless. So let's talk about 
this company, Astera. Now, this lovely lady here, and I didn't write her name down, so I can't give her proper attribution, but she is a writer at Silicon Angle. And the piece that she wrote, I looked around a lot for somebody who could describe very simply what it is this company does. And it's definitely not a solution looking for a problem. So when you put together a AI-optimized server rack, that's not just NVIDIA GPUs. It's also storage drives, networking gear, and, and a whole range of other components. These are all linked together using copper cables based on a technology called PCIe. Now, PCIe cables are only capable of transmitting traffic over a distance of a few feet, and this constrains cloud operators, all of whom are clients of Estera. This constrains them in how they can design their server racks and data centers. So the problem is that they need longer cables. Now, I remember back in the day, and we weren't quite using pigeons to communicate, but we used to just cut cable as we needed to length. And I don't recall there being constraints on distances. So this is certainly in a new era of computing where this has become a problem. Now, Estera has developed a chip called Ares that can be embedded into PCIe cables to extend their range. And look, there's the module there on the right. You see, that's pretty intuitive, right? What that chip does is it filters the errors that find their way into data traffic as it's traveling along, and then they replace that original signal minus the errors with a fresh copy and forward it on. So it can triple the range of data center PCIe cables to more than 22 feet. So if you're somebody that works in a data center, put in the comment section, tell us how valuable that you think that is. Now, it's not just that one application. You can see here, this is, I think, from several weeks ago, they're announcing new product applications for this particular technology. Now, the majority of their revenues come from these Ares chips, and they're also building two more product lines. So there's a second chip series called Taurus that focuses on extending network links. So Ethernet cables used to connect servers uh, with each other and switches. So uh, Taurus makes it possible to transmit data over a distance of up to 9.8 feet. And then the third product line they're developing, Leo, is a collection of memory controllers that manages the movement of data in and out of a server's onboard RAM. Now, you may be asking yourself, well, what does this really have to do with AI aside from this sort of equipment being in demand for data center buildouts? Well, the company tells you that it's about AI. You can see in their, uh, the letter from founders here, they, they can't say AI enough. So you need to take that with a grain of salt and and try to intuitively think about pro what sort of opportunity opportunity there is here. So what we do know is that people don't buy NVIDIA GPUs and stack them on a table and use them. So all that NVIDIA hardware needs a home to live. Lots of data centers are being built now for the AI era, at least while we're at the, the peak of uh, uh, peak expectations, right? Uh, there's a strong demand, therefore, for hardware connectivity solutions and this isn't a blue ocean TAM, so they're having to displace existing solutions from competitors, and they're doing a great job of that. So they're seeing very strong revenue growth. You can see here on the upper right that table there showing overall yearly revenue growth, gross margins uh, upwards of 69%. Uh, That's great. 
And then this table on the bottom was interesting. It shows quarterly revenues. You see that dip there? Well, they had excess inventory accumulate across many of their customer supply chains. So we see that same thing, right? We're seeing this across all kinds of hardware companies. They're having the same inventory problems that they're dealing with, and Astera is no different. Now, when it comes to customer concentration risk, I think this slide is very interesting. So you have the geographies there on the left. And you can see that Taiwan is nearly half of their revenues in 2023. But what's interesting on this bullet list is they talk about a distributor in 2022 accounting for over 80% of their revenues and one customer accounting for 14%. So we discussed this actually in our webinar yesterday that distributor concentration risk is different from customer concentration risk because you're interested in the end customer. So if they're demanding that their distributor provides them with your product, their distributor doesn't have any incentive to stop uh, selling them that product. If they do, those customers will just go to another distributor to get it. So we don't see that as being a problem. This would be uh, an example. This would be Mobileye. Now, this second bullet point talks about how in 2023, they had that presumably the same distributor accounting for 37%, but then one customer accounting for 24% and one customer accounting for 18. So two customers account for around 42% of the revenue. So there's customer concentration risk. So what do we do next? Well, first of all, we never get involved with IPOs, right? Uh, we actually analyzed this a bit prematurely because there was some banter around it, AI IPO. Uh, that's because some IPOs withdraw, some get acquired before they go public. So maybe Cisco steps in and buys them up. You never know what happens there. Uh, we always wait until at least one SEC filing has taken place after the IPO before we even start taking the company seriously in terms of really digging in and saying, would this be something we'd like to hold? Now, right now, we're up to our gills in data center hardware exposure with our NVIDIA position. So the bet here, though, remember, isn't just on data center growth. It's on the replacement of archaic connection hardware with more advanced stuff, though, you know, the gut question here is, do you really need longer cables? Is that a nice to have? And maybe that's where somebody who works in a data center can chime in. But uh, if you're interested in buying this stock for whatever reason, set a simple valuation ratio cutoff before the IPO happens and then stick to that. And because what we're seeing right now is IPO hype increase. And this statement, once it works, nobody calls it AI anymore. I love that. That's so true. But right now, everything is AI. Uh, and it's only a matter of time before we saw the first AI IPO. And you can be sure that more are going to follow. Uh, it, I saw Reddit being referred to as an AI IPO. Is it? No, it's not. Is it a big data IPO? Well, to a small extent, yes. You simply need to dig into their S1 and figure out, all right, how much Revenue is coming from data licensing to Google. I think it's 64 million. Last year, they had around 800 million in revenue. So a small percentage of total revenues comes from that big data licensing. The other comes from advertising, subscriptions, whatever else is involved in their business model. So it's very important to put things into context uh, when hype starts. And that's what we're here for at Analyze. Now, uh, after we achieve artificial general intelligence, so this is when AI becomes uh, super intelligent and starts to uh, sort of control things. The, the only limitation for its growth will be how fast the biggest semiconductor manufacturer in the world, NVIDIA, can churn out GPUs. So perhaps AGI is doing its dirty little deeds right now and, and 
making NVIDIA the most successful company in the world so that it can grow itself as, as fast as, as humanly possible. But uh, of course, that's all just science fiction. The reality is that there's a lot of hype, though you might argue that NVIDIA isn't overvalued. And we did that in a recent video. I'll put that up here for you to watch next. So uh, before you do that, please subscribe to our channel. Consider supporting our work with a subscription. Thanks so much for taking the time to watch this today. Thank you for listening to the Nanalyze podcast. If you found this information useful, please share this episode with a friend. This helps us to continue to provide thorough research for you. Want more research like this? Want to know what we're invested in and what stocks we're avoiding? Head to nanalyze.com and consider becoming a premium annual subscriber to get access to premium articles, webinars, and our extensive tech stock catalog. Thank you for your time.